We have a beautiful music ministry. Uh, the choir, words are so good, and also beautiful singing and music and voice, and especially the words are just uh, perfect for today. Uh, and also, it's related to my uh, sermon very much. So thank you very much. Uh, I'm very proud of our church's uh, music ministry. Let us hear the word. <clears throat> it is taken from Philippians chapter 1, verses 3 to 11. I thank my God every time I remember you, constantly praying with joy in every one of my prayers for all of you, because of your sharing in the gospel from the first day until now. I'm confident of this that the one who began a good work among you will bring it to completion by the day of Jesus Christ. It is right for me to think uh, this way about all of you, because you hold me in your heart, for all of you share in God's grace with me, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness, how I long for all of you with the compassion of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may overflow more and more with knowledge and full insight to help you to determine what is best, so that on the day of Christ you may be pure and blameless, having produced the harvest of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ for the glory and praise of God. This is the word of the Lord. As I look back uh, last 20 years, the first thing that comes to my mind uh, is, wow, time really flies. Already 20 years. And another thing that comes to my mind is thankfulness. I'm thankful because God has been so good to us. We all experienced God's mysterious hands leading this church. Mysterious hands of God. This mysterious hands of God not only leads this church, but I do believe that they lead your life. Our life is led by God's mysterious hands. The way our the way our lives are unraveled is mystery, I believe. It's not what we make. It is mystery. And there are God's mysterious hands that lead our lives. As he led this church for the last 20 years, I do believe that God will lead this church in the way I cannot even fathom. We cannot even fathom. How God will lead this church in the future is the unknown but I cannot fathom, but there will be beautiful uh, hands of God who guides us uh, mysteriously. As we live our lives, my friends, I do believe that we should live with confidence. Live your lives with confidence. Because there's big 
difference between living your life with confidence and living your life without confidence. And I will choose to live my life with confidence. Confidence is so important in our lives. Doesn't matter what you do, but confidence is so important in our lives. When we live with confidence, we are not scared of challenges. That's what living with confidence is like. You're not scared of challenges. Sometimes you may fail, yes. But failure is not anymore the reason to quit when you have confidence. Failure simply means learning a good lesson. That's all. Failure is not the reason to quit. Failure is just simple good lesson for you to learn and move on. That's people with confidence. When we live with confidence, we dare to try new things. New things will always bring us the uncertainty and the unknown. But the uncertainty and the unknown are not the reason to quit. What's the uh, uh, beautiful embracing and what was that? Embracing the unknown, that is a beauty of God's gift. What was it right before that, embracing the unknown? I memorize here, but, you know, as you get older, you know, your memory doesn't last. Huh? Longing, beautiful longing and embracing the unknown. And that is the beauty of God's gift. Uncertainty doesn't cause fear. We rather have beautiful longing. And we embrace the unknown. Because that is a gift of life. And that is a gift of God for all of us. The uncertainty and the unknown mean going beyond where we are. That's all it means. Going beyond where we are. It means new opportunity and new change. And when we have confidence, we have peace of mind because we know everything will be all right. Everything will be all right. That's why you have peace of mind. There may be difficult times, but you know that difficult, difficult times will not be with you forever. And soon, good times will come. That's why you have peace of mind when you, when you live your life with confidence. So we, live, we wait with peace. But when we live without confidence, we'll have no strength and no passion. We'll constantly worry. 
will constantly let fear consume us and paralyze us. We'll be busy maintaining the status quo. People who live without confidence when there's no change, they think there is a good news because they are scared of changes. They don't want change. So there's no change and then they say, oh, good life, good. They will never get out, get out of their own boundaries because they are continuously searching for the safety. For people with confidence, the walls are only hurdles for you to overcome. But people without confidence, the walls are the protection. So they build higher walls. That's the difference between people who live with confidence and people without confidence, who live without confidence. So living with confidence is very important. But the question is, where do we get the confidence? How do we have that confidence? From our own ability? Or are we born with it? Some people born with confidence, living with confidence. Some people are born uh, uh, living pessimistically. I don't know, maybe. Some, some people are more pessimistic by nature. Uh, it's more cynical. Some people are more positive. I don't know really. But I do know where Paul, St. Paul, got his confidence. This is what he said. 1-6. I am confident of this, that the one who began a good work among you will bring it to completion by the day of Jesus Christ. That was the source of Paul's confidence. The one who began a good work will bring it to completion. That was where St. Paul got confidence. Not from his ability. He wasn't born with it. I don't know whether he was born with it or not. Probably not. But he knew that the one who began a good work will bring it to completion. So he doesn't worry. In the, everything is just process, but in the end, God will bring it to completion in God's time. Paul's confidence had nothing to do with himself. It wasn't from his ability or from his nature. It was God. Paul's confidence was God. And that's what I believe too. I have confidence, but not in me, but in God. I do have confidence. That's how, that's what I learned from my ministry in this church. God who began a good work will bring it to completion. I was 33 or 34 early. I spent my golden time here in this church. 
And I've learned so much uh, from the ministry. But one thing I learned, I have confidence that God who began a good work will bring it to completion in his time. This church is not in our hands. This church is in God's hands. As a matter of fact, your life is not in your hands. Your life is in God's good hands. Do you believe that? Your life is not in your hands. Your life is in God's good hands. And that's what I believe about my children too as I raise them. I was so busy. Uh, I couldn't spend much time with them. And so I feel always sorry uh, to Josh and Grace. But I always believe that God will take care of them. God who began, who began a good work in them will bring it to completion at the right time. And we don't decide that right time. God decides that time. So all parents, trust that. God who began a good work in your children will bring it to completion in God's time. And I realize these days, you know, life is too big to hold with my two hands. I realize that. Life is way too big. When I was younger, I thought, yeah, life was pretty small. I thought I could control it. I could put it in my hand. But as you get older, you realize that life is too big to hold with my two hands. We need other people's hands. That was what last 20 years were like. There have been so many people who gave their hands to hold up this church. We could never do it alone. There have been so many good hands. We don't know. You don't know, but there have been so many good hands that help hold up this church. You know, Romans is a beautiful book, and then there are a lot of good lessons. And as we study Galatians, it's a beautiful book too, right? We learn so much from Galatians. But Romans is a, a much later it was written is when Paul's theology, theology was more mature. It's a beautiful book. But what is most inspiring in that book is the last chapter for me. You know, last chapter, there's no teaching. There's nothing. But last chapter, it just says, greet this person and that person. He just lists, makes a whole list of greet all these people. And it's, it's like a movie. When you uh, the movie's over and you know who did the what, you know, photography uh, or whatever, director. And then all the names. And then Romans is like that. At the end, all whole name. And then while I was reading that, these are the people who were with Paul in his ministry. All of them worked so hard. So it was not Paul alone who built that church. All these people worked together to build the church. 
Our life is like that, my friends. We never made it all by ourselves. I didn't make it. You know, 20 some years of ministry in this church, more than I shaped this congregation, I think this congregation shaped me, shaped me more. They taught me. They have shaped who I am and my thinking and my uh, all kinds of things that this congregation uh, has shaped me tremendously. Our life is like that. You don't make your life by yourself. You are being shaped by the people around you. Whether you like it or not, they have shaped you. Your parents and your friends and all these people have shaped your life. So our life is made by others and with others. You know, sometimes we argued. Sometimes we disagreed. We challenged each other. But we prayed together. We cried together. But most of all, we all know that. We are all in this ministry together. More than anything else, it was God who has been all along as invisible presence. God's invisible presence was the most powerful presence. When we were down, we cried out. And God lifted us up. When we stood helplessly, not knowing what to do and where to go, we prayed and God broke open the door for us to go through. Instead of, in spite of many mistakes we made, God worked through our mistakes. When I look back, all I can say is this. I didn't know any better. That's all I can say. And I look back, I didn't know any better. Sometimes don't you feel that? When you look back your life, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, or some of you are younger than 30, so. <laughs> when you look back, oh gee, I didn't know any better. I didn't know any better. I just see how blinded I was. But God did not mind it. God worked through our imperfections. Now we are entering into the new chapter of our church. Not as a teenager anymore. 20 years is not a teenager anymore. You're entering into adulthood. As we enter into adulthood, adulthood, I hope that we also uh, become spiritually more mature. I don't know my friends about you, but I do believe church. I do believe church. I think among human community, the church is the most beautiful place. 
And now I see why God chose church. So I do believe church. Not necessarily institution, but church as a living body, as a living community. We have all come together here. Let us build this church beautifully together. Small hands that you give, they matter. Next 20 years, let us build beautiful church together and then give that church to our children so that they may carry on. Let us build. Let us put the soil. Let us work hard. Church is not, you don't come to church just for yourself. You come to church to build the community. Then your children and the children after them, they will get benefit from this church. And then you are doing valuable thing, worthy thing in your life if you build this church together. Let us have confidence in God who began a good work and God will bring it to completion in God's time. Congratulations and may God be with you in your ministry. Let us sing together in his time. Oh. 
Let us look back our life personally and also your life in this church. As you reflect your life personally, there was God's mysterious hands that have held you up, held you up. It's not just it wasn't just your ability, your excellence that made your life. It was God's mysterious hands that held you up and led you. This time, let us just be thankful to those mysterious hands that guided me and also will guide me in our future. Sing just once more the first verse. In his time, this is our confession. In his time, he'll make everything beautiful. He makes all things beautiful. Let us a 